Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. of the Mum and Mama podcast, brought to you as always, oh, I'm a bit out of breath, um, by the wonderful Golding Accountancy, wearegolding.com. Hi, God, I'm really out of breath, I don't know what I've just done. Um, how are you? Hasn't it been glorious this week, or if you've been in anywhere near London, in the UK, it's been really nice weather, which makes very nice change for England. Um, and I was fortunate enough to be joined by my one of my oldest friends. Um, and I don't mean that because I've known him for so long. I just mean that because he's so old. The wonderful Stuart Whiffin, a.k.a. I'm really out of breath. <laughs> I haven't just been running or anything. This is really weird. Um, a.k.a. what do we call him? Wreck-It Ralph, Home Simpson. Who else is he? Oh, Robbie Williams. But yeah, Stu, I've known Stu for, oh, it's got to be 15, getting on 20 years now. He also obviously hosts the Hardcore Listing podcast, Off the Beaten Track podcast, the MMA podcast, and about 15 million other podcasts as well, because he's a bit obsessed with podcasting. But he's had um, a very colourful life, and recently he decided to take get a van, fill it full of aid and drive to the Ukraine with it, completely off his own back, enlisting the help of some very lovely people. So I wanted to get him on because I wanted to find out about it really selfishly. And I was like, wicked, I'll just record it and make a podcast out of it. But he talked so much about himself. It's actually two episodes because it was a bit too long to be one. So I thought I'd split it into two. So this is part one where he talks about what happened in Ukraine and a bit of other stuff. And then next week, it's more about his um, younger days in wartime UK. So yeah, I hope you enjoy it. And I'll see you in a bit. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. 
Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Work. Work. Hi. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. All the better for seeing you. Oh, thanks. Is this the first time me and you have done a podcast on our own? Yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah. This is nice, isn't it? It is. It's lovely. But it is just because you do podcasts every day with other people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've had to wait for you to fit me in. I thought... Didn't you say a couple of people have blown you out and you needed one for next week? (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe, Anna. It's really... I don't know how... I mean, I know obviously you do so many podcasts, but I go through stages where I've got loads of people and then all of a sudden I just haven't got anyone. And then... But it all just seems to then sort itself out. But it's quite strange. yeah, I know, I know exactly what you mean. Like off the beaten tracks, like that. I'll try and because with alcohol listing, there's no guests like yes. necessarily needed. Yeah. Like, but obviously, you will be guesting this weekend. I will. Um, but uh, we don't necessarily have that kind of shit. We need another guest. Whereas off the beaten track, it's no good me just sitting in a room on my own talking yeah. about records. I need someone to chat records with. So there's a bit more sort of pressure on that. And I've put myself in a position where I release two a week. So that then becomes... Do like, you? I was doing three a week of off-the-beaten tracking lockdown. It was mental. It really was, ain't But, uh, yeah, I do two a week. I do one on a Friday and one on a Monday. So I think to have two ready to go every week is a bit nuts. Why but do you do that many? I, I, honestly, <laughs> if there was some kind of support group for people that are addicted <laughs> to podcasts, I'd be the first one standing up on my chair and saying, I'm Stuart and I've got a problem. <laughs> Maybe you should start one. Maybe you should start a podcast that supports people that are addicted to podcasts. That could be your next one. It might. I say it makes me happy, but I suppose drinking drugs make people happy, don't they? Like, <laughs> fucking hell, I've got a problem. Because <laughs> how Because hardcore listings once a week. No, twice a week. We do a Patreon. Oh my god! What? How do you have time to wash? Um. Yeah, about that. Um... <laughs> once a month. And then you do the acceptable in the 80s one with Cunt. It's only once a month. That's, that's once only a once month. I've done that last night, actually. That was really good fun. Like, that's one where I have a little beer as well, which was <gasps> nice. So, uh, yeah, we had, a little, we had a little drink last night. And, uh, yeah, it was wonderful. Had a really good... That, that's probably, like... Oh, I shouldn't say it's my favourite one. But because he's my oldest friend... Yeah. Like, we grew up from the age of five together. 
it's it's lovely because we know each other so well and every stupid thing we've done growing up we've done together <laughs> and obviously he's gone on to continue to do stupid things yeah. you know right up until you know christmas and i won't even start on what he's doing for the queen's anniversary jubilee <laughs> thing but uh but yeah so like it, that one's a, a lovely one to do and i don't obviously the the girls have gone on to do their own one now um yes. sexy charlie and nina yeah. which is great but that was an absolute joy to do they're, as you've been on there and they've been on yours you know how lovely they are and they are uh, lovely. and they're so funny they're they don't know how funny they are yeah. like and every time they, they popped in to see me the other day uh i come over to the office and i was just like your podcast is so good and they're yeah. so funny and they complement each other so well yeah. and uh yeah yeah i uh that was and just an eye-opener because i'm a pretty naive old man and like <laughs> when we was doing the two girls like the stuff that went on in that shop like literally blew my mind and yeah. i thought i was quite wise to the world you know i've run nightclubs all my life you'd think i've seen some things but what was the most shocking thing that they said Oh, um, there was a really horrible one regarding a girl in the shower covered in her own shit. Uh, <laughs> was, was 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 really horrible. That, oh. that involved celebrities, and she wouldn't. And they're still to this day. They won't tell me what celebrities it was. Oh my um, god! But that that was just like that was one that like normally they're quite funny, but that one was just like that, that's just fucking horrid. Um, there was a, 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 a mad woman um, that just went absolutely crazy, dressed head to toe in Prada, but uh, pissed in the doorway um, <laughs> as, as Charlie was trying to shut the door. Uh, and all sorts of like mental stuff in the change in the dressing rooms and that in these in, in, in this. For, for those that don't know, it's a sex shop that they worked in. Uh, and yeah, it was uh, it was a real eye opener, but loads of fun to do though. Ain't? It yeah. was like that. It was it was like every week. Some of them are only like 10, 15 minutes long, but I will be like proper, like either like open mouth or cracking up. <laughs> like, and, and that, you know, that's really good. Like, you know, they're, they're good things. Like, me and Chris have been recording Hard College things like really early in the mornings at like, not really early, but like eight o'clock. And, uh, and I said to him, I don't think there's a better way. I mean, there's a lot better ways to start your day than looking at Chris Glasson. <laughs> but, uh, Aww. But uh, but it's really nice. Like you sort of you drag yourself down to like the shed at the end of your garden, wherever you record. And I'm like, oh, here we go again. And like, but within five minutes, we're cracking up. And like, and by the time I finish the podcast and I start my day, I'm in like such a good mood because I've like yeah. laughed for an hour. It's really lovely. You have to do that laughing yoga. Like that. <sighs> Don't. Are you going to get all proper new age with me? Laughing no. yoga. I don't know. I don't actually know if I could do that. Do you know what I mean? I just think yeah. that I'd hate everyone else that was there too much to actually yeah. enjoy it. But you've got you've got a really like you've got a really lovely and infectious laugh. <laughs> like your, your laugh's really nice. Like whereas I sound like Sid James when I laugh. It's like <laughs> it's, not, it's not nice at all. <laughs> There's worse things. And then uh, you, I did, go on. Go on. No, I did. I did have a mate once that, like, literally, just when he laughed, it it build it all up, and nothing had come out, and he'd just go, ha! <laughs> it had come out in one hit. <laughs> it's quite economical. Save it all up. Ha! <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, uh, talking.
full of funny laughs, and I did. I want to talk to you. Do you do about yoga? Do I do yoga? Are you doing it now? No, 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 no. I'm picking my toes. Right. Oh, charming. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than I can't pick my fingers because they're just oh, terrible. So yeah, I love they're... the fact you've really, really like closed down the professionalism when I'm on. <laughs> No, it's all right. I was trying to pick me toes. I did, I did a podcast in my pajamas the other day with someone that I didn't know. It was a Saturday morning, and I was a bit yeah. like, "Well, I know obviously we can see each other, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm at home." Yeah. And but <laughs> he didn't mind. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fair enough then. I just, it's hard getting professional when you're at home, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? But you've got the office now, haven't you? Because obviously you always recorded in your pub. Mm-hmm. But now you've got your own fancy office. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, it's not that fancy. It's in East Tilbury, um, <laughs> but uh, but it's um, it is nice. It's only little, but um, but I've kind of built a little studio in there. So I was, me and Chris and that are going to start filming more podcasts. Um, and uh, and do you know what? It, it come out of lockdown really, aim, and I was going a bit mad like yeah. working from home and I found myself getting up, going into the living room, putting the laptop on the sofa and working all day and then working probably later than I normally would. Yeah. And then getting up off of that sofa and then going and sitting on another sofa and putting the telly on for an hour and then going to bed. And it's like pre lockdown, I was doing like three days in London, like for my mate out of his office. And then obviously every meeting to do with pod Bible or, Anything like that involved me driving into town, getting on a train, going into London, meeting this person. And now Zoom has happened. Everything's changed. Yeah. I don't need to go anywhere. And, like, I can save myself a fortune on trains and stuff like that by just having a meeting and then having another meeting straight after. Yeah. And it's just so useful. But... I didn't realise how much it would take its toll on me because I'm quite a sociable person and I yeah. like I like being in a room with people when I'm talking to them. I'm, I'm so used to Zoom now. Obviously, I do a million podcasts each week. Like, but I do really think there's something to be gained from the kind of, I don't know whether it's the, the, the ambience or, or, or whatever, however you want to frame it, just being able to see people's body language properly and and... And yeah, and I feel like it all kind of caught up with me a little bit. And I thought, oh, do you know what? Because I've been quite lucky. I've had like, in, in regards to sort of my my mental health, I've been, you know, I think I've been quite lucky. I, I, I struggled with like eating disorders when I was really young. But like, I've always kind of been quite positive. And if something's not going my way, I'll find something else and really sort of work towards that. And yeah. I'll keep my, my brain sort of distracted and busy. Um, and I just was doing all of that, but it weren't working. And I was just getting lower and lower. And uh, and, I, and I said to Chris a couple of times, I was like, and, and Chris has got a lot on his plate, so I was really mindful not to load him up with my fucking shit. But um, I just thought, Oh right, this must be what it's like to be a bit miserable. Yeah. And like and I couldn't I couldn't shake it, Aim. And, it, and it's like and I'm I'm one of them people that everyone hates at like six o'clock in the morning. I'm like, watch your gang, Aries everyone. And like uh and now you just think, oh, shut up, mate. Like but I found myself 
at like half eight, nine in the morning, laying in bed, just thinking, I just can't be fucked to get up today. And it's like, and I've never had that. Yeah. And like, and thankfully, you know, I've got responsibilities, which mean I have to dig deep and do it. And and I just thought, right, what's what's doing my head in? And it was just, I think, like I was so used to being around people. Yeah. And getting out and having a routine and 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 being able to separate home from work. So I just went and got an office. When I don't need one, I can work from home. And I've got this little space at the end of the garden now, which I put, it's not the same. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's not sociable. I actually go and sit in an office on my own in East Tilbury. <laughs> Is but it like in a unit with other offices? It's like a WeWork type setup, okay. yeah. Like, so there there's are loads other, of other people offices. Yeah, there. yeah. They don't talk to me, but yeah. <laughs> like, um, But I've got a TV in there and I have, you know, I have like, music videos on all day and I can kind of just work on my own and I, and I really like it I've like it was weird at first but like I'm really comfortable in there now and it's definitely made me feel a lot better yeah well that's good because it is very important obviously to be feeling better in yourself but definitely um yeah it was weird with the whole lockdown thing I think with regards to people who are normally quite all right <laughs> Not necessarily yeah. noticing that they'd started to feel shit, mm-hmm. or there wasn't anything that happened in particular yep. that kind of made them, you know. Oh, but exactly that. Ain't. It was. I didn't. I was all right, I think, but then I don't know if that's because my kids are younger. And you're generally kids... a catastrophe, though, aren't you? That's <laughs> the thing. So it's like... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of the opposite for me. But yeah, I don't know because where my kids are younger than yours. Like, yeah. I still had a lot to do for them. I didn't have... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't just yeah, all work and all, you know. Yeah. Because um, how old are your kids now? Uh, 19, and the other one's going to be 17 very soon. Okay. So, they're adults. Yeah. And, and yeah. They're, they're, yeah, it's quite weird. Like, you know, my eldest, like takes me to the pub and stuff and it's like it's it's, it's really quite nice and uh yeah it, it's weird like you, you see the sort of the, the dynamic of like the, the parenting like really change because they like Hallie's like the, the eldest like we're like proper mates now Aww. and like so you got one and, and like <laughs> yeah, there you go prick <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah we're like mates and it's like and it's really nice and Layla's Layla's at college now, and she had a really, really horrible time at school, and she's now found, like, a circle of friends, and it's so nice to see, and she's really developing into, like, you know, a, one, a really wonderful young woman, and it's, it's, it's really nice to see. And, and it's strange, you know, the whole dynamic sort of changes of, you know, they don't, I say they don't need you, but they definitely need me to walk behind them and clear up all their shit. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, yeah, I'm still sort of dad cabs for, for Layla, but... You know, the, the eldest has got a car, and you know, last weekend I was like, "Yeah, I'm just going to go down to Brighton and see my mate." And it's like, oh, wow. "Man, it's like my daughter is driving to Brighton to see her <laughs> mate." It's, it takes a bit of getting used to, and like in the morning, she's like, "Right, see," you, and she's off to work, and it's like, it's, "Yeah, it's quite mad," but they're still forever your babies. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like that, that won't ever change. So, uh, yeah, and I think like f- for me, like lockdown was really hard to see what they were going through because yes. like, it ruined like my daughter's exams, like my youngest and my eldest, like she turned 18 in lockdown and like on her 18th birthday, we literally like 
had a pizza in our kitchen and it's like yeah. she should be throwing up WKDs in a gutter <laughs> somewhere do you know what I mean it's yeah. like and yeah none of that happened and it was like them years are so key in like finding your tribe finding your way you know yeah. really sort of starting to work out who you are and that was kind of robbed from that generation and I, and I really wonder how that will manifest itself now yeah. and, and 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 what that might do and hopefully nothing hopefully they're just resilient you know youngsters and, i think it's going to be but, completely dependent on it, it is individual isn't it that's that's yeah. who i feel the worst for is people kind of like teenagers to early 20s who your life is going out and being social and that was completely yeah. taken away but then not all kids are like that a lot of kids are quite happy to be in gaming or whatever like we've yeah. um I've just realised, then, by the way, that I've not pressed record on my machine, but it's all right. You've got the Zoom <laughs> audio, haven't you? I have, yeah. Press record now, though, please. There we go. Um, there we go. Like Lola, she built friendships on playing online with her mates, so it was good for her in a way because she, because she, she's mates with the boys. She, the girls in her class are, she's not really into what they're into, so she's kind of settled with the boys now. But I think mm -hmm. being Obviously, boys and girls, it's funny, isn't it? Like, boys don't want to play with girls. But playing online, it kind of took that away from me a bit. And now she's, like, mates with them. And... Yeah. So that was good for her. And Juno's a bit anxious. She doesn't want to leave me. So she loved it. She was happy as Larry during lockdown. But, mm. she, I mean, she did miss her mates. But I don't think... I think they're young enough for it not to have affected them too much. But I know that... Yeah. Me, when I was a teenager, I just used to hang around the streets all the time. So having not having that would have killed me, and especially well, <laughs> we would have been fucked anyway, wouldn't we, if it had happened when we were younger? Because the TV just <laughs> was absolutely. Can oh, you imagine? imagine that. <laughs> I mean, you're being generous. At least well, you had yeah, four channels true. when you were young. <laughs> I only had three. Was <laughs> <laughs> TV invented when you were young? You just had the radio. It's black and white, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the wireless. But yeah, I think oh, I don't know. I think some people are going to be resilient. And maybe, because we obviously talk about mental health so much more openly now than we ever have done, really, people will get yeah. the support, hopefully, that they need, or at least be able to talk about it, and hopefully that will help them get through it. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't, we're not going to realise what this has done for a long time. And it's all the economic shit now, of course, that's going on as well that's going to really fuck a lot of people. Oh, do you know what? Like, at... at, at um like gas and electricity yeah. has doubled yeah. like next Same. month. Like it's going to cost us 300 quid a month. Yeah. 300 quid. Like it's mental. Like I took the Christmas tree <laughs> down last night. I just thought that's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> you still got the neon signs in your car, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of that. But it is, it's like how the fuck are people's minds doubled? Well, it's gone up by 80%. So... That's insane, it's, insane. it's 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 How fucking fuck insane, and you just think double the money. I've no idea. I've no idea. You know, I'm 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 so lucky that you know our family, uh, you know, have, have got you know steady incomes, and obviously it's going to impact on us. But I know that there's people in worse positions than me that are, it's going to be fucking crippling. And then that's without having to go anywhere yeah. if you've got a car and you've then yeah. got to put fuel in that. It's like, it's crazy, absolutely Where I crazy. live now, they've extended and the congestion. <coughs> so I'm getting a lot of people who, like friends, 
can't, like my sister lives in Brighton, but she can't come and stay. Well, she can come and stay at my house, but it's going to cost her twelve fifty a day <laughs> to be here now in her car. And a lot of the tradespeople yeah. that work around here have been really affected, and the charities. It's like, I mean, I don't, I don't have an issue with saving the environment, but I do just think it does seem to affect the poorest people a lot more than it does affect the people with more money. You know. Yeah. I think they're called yeah. I think they're people called Tories. <laughs> That's the word. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there is a lot of but um one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was the amazing stuff you've just done very recently for Ukraine, talking of helping people. Yeah. So how what made yeah. you want to do something? Um I got yeah. COVID. Is that the first I time you did it? I got COVID at a point like... Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd avoided it. And obviously, as, as I mentioned earlier, like, I run nightclubs. I, I see hundreds of people yeah. every week, yet I'd never got it. And uh, when when we you know all the clubs reopened, I thought, right, it's going to be right. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get it. And uh, it just never happened. And yeah, just, just out of the blue, a couple of, maybe three weeks ago, I just felt a bit run down, but I'd been boxing that morning and then I'd been and worked the club that night. So I just presumed it was down to being uh, unfit, out of shape and old. And like, uh, it turns out I had COVID. Um, and so my, my parents were in Australia visiting my brother. <coughs> he lives out there. And uh, and so the kids were like, piss off around nannies, yeah. we don't want it. So um, so I, mo- I moved to the, a, a little village, which you're on, obviously you know, called All Sip, which is lovely. Uh, and my folks have got a nice, nice house in the middle of the village, and uh, and so I was there, bored. And uh, that night, I spent nine quid on a bottle of wine. I mean, do you know what? It probably would have been a five-pound bottle of wine, okay. but it was in the village shop when they yeah. pull your pants down in there. But I spent nine quid on a bottle of wine, and I think unless I'm in a restaurant, I don't think I've ever spent nine quid on a bottle of wine in my life. <laughs> and uh, and so I thought, oh, I'm fucking balling here. And like, and so I've gone back over and I was like, it, this was like maybe day two of the conflict. Uh, and I was sitting there eating some Walker Sensations and drinking my nine quid bottle of wine, watching the news like endlessly that night. And I just thought, oh, this is, this is really fucked. And... The, the one thing that really done my head in aim that and it, it's so weird because I've seen lots of people sort of say like well this has been going on in the Middle East and such for you know years and years like why is no one you know and it's like well Warchild have been yeah. doing that you know uh, Warchild have been actively involved in, in war zones globally and and I guess you can't help but maybe reacting a different way. Make no mistake, like war is awful wherever it is in the world, uh, and and civilians suffering because of it is yeah. harrowing wherever that is in the world. But there's something about the fact that it's in Europe that just feels a little close, and I can't help but that's just how it uh, how it sort of presented itself to me. And the thing that really resonated is Ukraine's not a poor country. Yeah, it's like yeah. us. And when I start to think. Okay, so imagine, like, out of the blue, somebody says, right, your wife and kids, you've got to go. I don't know where, but go. Not you. 
you're, you're, you've got to stay here. Here's a gun. Like, you might get killed, and you might have yeah. to kill somebody. In, a, in, a, in yeah. like a matter of days, this has happened. Leave your house, take your kids, go. Your jobs are gone. Every, you know, chances are your house has now been flattened. Like, go and live in a country. Like, go, just, I don't even know where you're going to go, but go, head to the border. Like, I can't yeah. comprehend that. And that's happening to people like me and you. Like that live in, uh, you know, what was it, a safe country, you know, in a nice house, going about their way, doing the yeah. shopping, you know, going to school, and then it's all just stopped in a matter of like forty-eight hours, like, and I couldn't get my head around it. And there was a band in the nineties called Gene, and uh, the singer's been on my podcast, and he phoned me up like uh, on the, I think it was like the Tuesday night that it it started. And he went, and I, I don't really know him that well, like, other than he just came and guessed on the podcast. But he phoned me up and he was like, um, I need a favour, Stu. And I was like, okay. And I'm, I'm a bit of a fanboy of his, so yeah. I was just like, yeah, anything. And uh, and he was like, look, I'm going to, I'm I'm going to, I'm, I'm literally watching the news and I can't stop watching it. I said, I'm, I'm doing that right now as well. And he said, look, I'm going to arrange a gig and I'm going to play and I'm going to try and get other people to play. Can you help me? And I was like, yeah, like, do you want me to, he said, like, can you reach out to some of the people that you've had on your podcast and see if they'd be interested in, in playing? So I was like, no problem at all. So um, I got Andy Bell from Oasis um, and Ride uh, and James, the singer from Star Sailor and the Subways and uh, Get Kate, Wear Kate, Fly. Uh, and there was another one, um, like literally, in a matter of 15 minutes, I sent the text and they come back just saying 100%, yeah. we're on. Uh, and then Martin got a few more and then he messaged me back saying like, you know, uh, there's a um, club promotions company that do live events and that, they, they've, they've jumped on board. Shepherd's Bush Empire's booked and the tickets go on sale next Wednesday. And that happened in yeah. a, like, a, a, an hour. And I was like, amazing. That was, that was yeah. just a few texts and... And that, 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 that's happened. And I was like, wow. And then I just started thinking like, well, I haven't really done anything. I've just sent a couple of texts. And I'm sitting here drinking this wine, just feeling like I'm in this nice house in this really nice place. Just up the road, my family are in another nice house. Really, you know, warm, yeah. protected, fed. Like, I think I'm going to go out there. And I, and I just thought, as you know, you know, you know me, Amy, and you you know, you've known me for a long time now. I have a lot of <laughs> fucking stupid ideas. Yes. <laughs> but I, I do see them through. Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, and this was one, I'll get onto it, where I thought I bit yeah. off more than I could chew. Uh, and I'm, I'm pretty confident in my abilities a lot of the time, but this was one where I thought, oh, you idiot. Like... You've proper made a balls <laughs> up here, son. And uh, but um, I phoned, I phoned a few people, and a couple of them, with completely within their rights, was like, "Yeah, I can't do it. Like, I, I, I can't get the time off. I can't leave the kids or whatever." But I knew my mate George would go, "Yes." Uh, and then I got a phone call out of the blue from somebody that see me asking on Facebook if anybody yeah. could lend me a van 
phoned up and said, if there's space, can I share the drive-in? And I was like, okay, I've not seen this guy since I was at college. And, like, you know, that's 30 years ago. And uh, (laughs) I was literally about to say insert joke here, but you beat me to it. (laughs) And, And so literally this... This wonderful human being called Katie at this company called um, Envirovan in Basildon messaged me and just said, like, I've got a van you can use. Like, I won't hire it out for a week and it's yours. Like, I think it's a really good idea. Um, And then another company got in touch and said, we'll give you 500 quid for fuel. Uh, And then the generosity. Like, once I had that in place, I thought, right, now I can kind of do the stuff that I know I can do, which is, like use social media to get yeah. people behind it and and so I, I advertised that I'd be at my club in Rayleigh to arrange drop-offs if people wanted to drop stuff off and I didn't know how it was going to be I thought the response might yeah. be pretty good and we opened the doors at 12 o'clock and at least two 300 people turned wow. up within an hour all they cleared out super drug boots of nappies, sanitary items, like toiletries. They cleared the high street out. And like I think the third person that comes, this old dear who's about 18, she went, are you the one going to the border? And I was like, yeah. She went, oh, I read about it, and uh, I, got, I got all my boots, boots points and got you this packet of nappies. And like, I, I'm, I like, thought, I'm going I'm to start bawling. Like... Because it, it was like, I just just kindness, yeah. constant, constant kindness. And and I see Rayleigh a lot when there's not necessarily always kindness. You know, I, I see a high street yeah. at night on a Friday night, which can sometimes be very different to, to what's right there. So it was lovely and, and, and reaffirmed my, my, my love of Rayleigh and surrounding areas. And then... The next day we done one um, in Thurrock, where I live, and again, the generosity is ridiculous. And we then started to think, we've yeah. got too much stuff. And like, uh, but it was like, right, the van's full, I'd booked the Euro tunnel, it was like, right, we're, we're good to go. And then someone just went, have you got all your stuff in place for like, customs? And I was like, what? And it was like, yeah, we're not oh, in the EU anymore. They, they hate us no. even more than usual. And... Uh, Cheers, Brexit, and like. Um, oh, of course, I didn't even think I was about like, that. You're taking yeah. a fuckload of goods, aren't you? Into yeah. <gasps> yep. Uh, so I then thought, shit, this is on the Wednesday. We're leaving on the Saturday morning, right? So I'm now going on the government websites, and it was yeah. just yeah. absolute gobbledygook. I couldn't like, because because it was aid. It wasn't yeah. goods to sell or to trade. I, I couldn't. I just couldn't get my head around it. So I then went back on Facebook and just went, does anybody understand and can help me here? And, and a friend of mine, Gary Walters, introduced me to his mate and just went, uh, this guy does it for a, 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 his job. And he, he phoned me up and he went, yeah, I'll do it for you, mate. I'll do it for free. It's great what you're doing. Um, but we had to then itemise everything. Oh, my um, God. We estimated... I'm, I, I'm not joking. Bear in mind that's like, I reckon we took 300 tubes of toothpaste. Like, uh, I could probably pull the list up somewhere. Like, hundreds of tooth, like toothbrushes. Um, did we add to itemise packs of nappies or singular nappies? Like, singular tampons, 
packs of tampons, like, and then it was like, what's the logistics with pharmaceuticals if we're taking like paracetamol, calpol, heroin over? It's like, what do we, you know, <laughs> that do you know what somebody did actually turn up and went. I don't know if you want to take this out there, um, but my sister-in-law, um, she she's just beaten cancer. I was like, oh, that's that's wonderful. She went, do you want this morphine? And I was like, I'll say no. Like, uh, I don't want to be trafficking morphine uh, through customs. Um, but yeah, so we then had to break down. It took two days so to itemise everything. So you had to do it? Because, yeah. So there was, um, the, obviously, myself and Paul, who was one of the, the other drivers, and uh, the, the staff from the toothbrush coming on their days off to help me do it. Uh, and it was insane. Like, you had to have every Did single item itemised. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, and so oh by the time we'd done God. all of this, we we got the green light from the logistics company on the Friday afternoon saying, here's your documents, you can go in the morning. And, and it's at this point that I'm going... Because like, already, like, fucking gobshite ears gone, this is what we're doing, here's a just giving page. I hadn't really shouted about it too much. But a fair chunk of money was already in there. And for all intents and purposes, it looked like, oh, well, they're off, they're ready to go. And it was only that panic of, like, if we don't go over yeah. customs, we're fucked. Uh, and we got there... And the van was loaded. We, we estimate about 15 to 16 grand's yeah. worth of aid. And uh, and it was full. Absolutely fucking chocker in this big van. And uh, and we got the customs and they, they told us to jump out. They put it on this x-ray machine. And then they didn't even open the back doors. And, and then we just was into France. And it was like, I can't believe yeah. all of that ball ache. Like, but had I not done it, Aim, yeah, I know yeah, I would have got stopped. It's not worth the risk of... Um, Wow. Yeah, completely. And and then at that point, I was told I weren't allowed to drive because I drive <laughs> like a pensioner. Like, uh, but I should add that the other two drivers, like one was like a Formula Ford driver and the other one races like Beetle Bugs, uh, like, like high-speed ones. So they're like, they love cars and we're talking about cars a lot. And uh, uh, yeah, not my forte, but they were like, dude, like you can't drive, man. Like, you're too slow. And it's like, I am a proper nervous neris when it comes to driving. Aim. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and so we're, we're like, um, we're bombing over, like, France. And, and, and it, was, it was fun. You know, I'm not going to say that, you know, the, the seriousness of what we was doing and, and that obviously the, the, the goal of what we was trying to achieve uh, yeah. is no laughing matter. But we were three men sitting in a van together in that van for 12 hours a day driving yeah we had a, we had a laugh like and we drove in the first day we went france through france belgium the netherlands and pretty much across the whole of germany day. um clo- oh yeah God. it was it was insane aim like uh we got to dresden which is about an hour from poland um and we we stayed in we got a, like a cheap hotel in dresden um and had six hours sleep and then got up and then drove across Poland. Did you get stopped Poland. at every country or did you, could you just go through because it's EU and... Yeah. No. EU. And like, um, there was a few yeah. tolls that we got stopped at, but that was just, they just want your pennies. Um, and then, yeah, the second day just got up and, and, and drove to the border and the laugh stopped halfway across Poland. Like, 
as we was getting halfway across there, all of a sudden, the reality of what's going on was very apparent. We'd, we'd heard on the radio that where we was going, like, Lviv had been bombed that morning, and it was the closest that anything has got to the Polish border. Far, you know, far far away from anywhere else where there was a war zone. They bombed 30 miles from where we was going. And so we were seeing Polish people leaving. Um, because that's like, you know, Im- imagine if, you know, yeah. Essex yeah, is yeah, being yeah. bombed, Aim, you'd be like, from where you yeah. are, you'd be like, right, come on, kids, we've got to go, yeah. got to go somewhere because it's 30 miles away. Um, and, and so we were seeing Polish people leaving. We were seeing buses, minibuses, like vehicles just from all over the world, like just bringing refugees back into like country. It was so amazing to see and amazing levels of kindness to see and also... Yeah. Fucking hell. As much as this generosity and kindness is there, these people don't want to go and yeah. live in a stranger's yeah. house in a strange yeah. country. They don't want to go home. Like, um, but we stopped to get coffee at services and it was there that some of these buses are pulling in and there's people from other countries waiting for them, like relatives, and you're seeing very emotional reunions and embraces and that starts yeah. to really hammer home like what these people, you know, that have escaped going through. You know, it doesn't bear thinking about what's going on in in Ukraine. Obviously, you know we've we've all seen what's going on in the news, and it's fucking disgraceful, mm. harrowing, and and what the Ukrainian uh, resistance are doing is fucking incredible. Um, and and then we, you know, we've just seen all of these like the, the the opposite side of the road to us was packed with just like refugees and people just getting away from. Ukraine and and the border and all of a sudden there weren't many people going the same way as us and then all of a sudden all we was doing was overtaking tanks and military vehicles and it was like (laughs) why are we going this way (laughs) why is everyone going the other way and we're going the same way as these fellas like and and don't get me wrong like at no point was we anything but safe and you know and like you know there's no heroes here it was like it was just a, a, a very safe drive in a safe country and and then we got to the the, the, the center and it was just incredible like it, it only existed two weeks that's how long the, the, the conflict had been going at that point and it was all run by volunteers um a lot of people from like uh, with military backgrounds from other countries the fellow that we met sebastian was from syria and uh and he was ex Syrian special forces and and he literally sort of flagged us into the the warehouse and backed us in and and then all of these people come out and the infrastructure there was amazing it all gets sort of separated and put on different pallets and it was just so incredible to see what they were doing there they said they'd only had electricity four days in there they'd been working like only in day and trying to get as much yeah. time as they could with daylight just to try and get it done and it's like as we sort of emptied the van I said look I said do you mind if I film this a little bit and like just because all of these people that have donated their stuff yeah. I'd love them to be able to see where it's gone and he was like yeah 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 he said I'm happy to talk on it I was like oh great so I filmed him and he went hello I'm Sebastian um, yeah just to let you know that the lads have arrived safe we're in Turkey and we're about to do a boot sale <laughs> and I was like <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed like that but then I just thought Please remedy that, though. 
just so people don't actually think we've just fucked off to do a boot sale with all their gear. Um, but um, yeah, and, and, and so it was it was amazing, and, and, and they were so kind, and and then made us a cup of tea, and obviously we didn't want to outstay our welcome. And but as you know, we was having a cup of tea. They were just telling us about like the, what they're hearing, and 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 it's like it's, it's incomprehensible, and and it was just like you know, at that point you think you know this is unreal, and you know we, we've I'm glad we yeah. made that little effort to do something because they then explained that. We presumed our stuff was going to the refugees uh, and they were like, your nappies, your sanitary towels uh, and a lot of your kind of baby products and stuff like that, that will obviously go to the refugees, but all the thermal clothing uh, and the medical supplies, that's going to go back into Ukraine and that's going to go to the soldiers. And it was like, oh, even yeah. fucking better. Like, so that was lovely. And, 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 you know, and then literally, I think we drove for just under 13 hours that day and we got back into like Germany Thankfully, George had left his passport in the hotel in Germany the night before, so we had to go right the way back to there just to pick his passport. That's a right laugh. And <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then, like, literally got up in Germany the next morning and then drove back across Netherlands, Belgium, France, and was back in the UK that evening. We, we, it was insane yeah. driving, aim. Like, f- f- you know, less than three days. We And, it, and Poland is huge. Like, and... Yeah, we'd we we done a lot in three days, and and one of the things that I kind of knew would be my strength was to kind of tap up all of my mates that have got podcasts or have been that are in music, you know, or film or whatever, and just go, can you do us a video and just say, you and his mates are going to go, they're going to the border with a load of hay, but there's a just giving page for War Child, and I think I've got about fifteen yeah. videos back from like you know, like lots of people that, that we both know and, and some that, you know, have just been on my podcast that I've got on well with. And every time I posted one of them, my, it was so nice. All my email notifications were going bing, 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 bing. Like How just much giving, have you just raised giving, so just far? Giving. It was like... So it's still coming in at the moment um, and we're just shy. I, I set one up and mine's at nine grand and... Paul's is just under two grand, but this is for War Child, by the way. And then UK Aid Match, wow. double it. So at the moment, we're, we're on just wow, under 21 grand. So, yeah, it, 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 you know, it, it is. It is amazing. And that's, you know, that's down to people's generosity and kindness. And, and like, I think a few people have sort of said, like, you know, what, what was it like out there? Like, you know, did you sit? And it's like they just wanted a little bit of kind yeah. of gore porn. And I was like, I didn't see any of that. I said, all I saw was love, yeah. kindness, um, generosity, just just people going above and beyond. And it was like, we had a like um, a, a, a sort of big kind of thing for the window of the, the van that was given to us, um, which is like explaining that we're aid for Ukraine. And so we're seeing that and everybody was kind of bibbing each other and waving. And there was lots of people just trying to do the right thing. Uh, and and it, it felt like you were seeing people from all over the world just thinking, right, well, look, I'm lucky that I can nick a couple of days yeah. out of my working week and, and and have a go. And, and yeah, and it was, th- there was moments where I was like, I'll bit off more and I can chew with this. I'm not going to be able to 
get this sorted. And but yeah, it was great. It's, it's amazing. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know you. <laughs> no. <coughs> you know no, I'm an helmet. That's you the thing. More fucking like, heads though, because you. I mean, you do do a lot of stuff, and it's all you, isn't it? So and but I think mm. it all sounded reasonably doable until you got to all the fucking paperwork side of things. Do you know what I mean? That that was the ball. And what a shame that you that know. Was the ball but I would have. Mm. Well, you'd like to think that there would be something in place, I suppose, for them for you to say, look, it's aid. So, but then I guess there's people. There's you see it on the news. There's loads and loads of people that have just, with the best of intentions, loaded up their van and not got it, and they're sitting at customs, like sitting there for days. And it's like oh, we can't yeah. risk yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like this, like. I'm not suggesting we had any more or less in our van than what these people did, but the fact that the just giving was growing rapidly, it was like, we can't yeah. have room for error here. And that was that point there was when I was like, yeah. oh, no, I've, I've took on too much here. Like, this is going to go wrong. And and thankfully, like, the, the, the fellas that come with us were really helpful and, and got stuck in and, and, and really helped, like, with all the... More with the kind of itemising stuff yeah. and, and, and the collections and stuff like that. And it kind of left me to kind of fret about making sure all this paperwork's over the line but yeah it all it all happened and it all went well and it was an insane three days and the two days before were, were long and insane but all of that stress worry hard work pals in comparison to them people that are walking yeah. over that border and 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 yeah and, and that's ultimately what it's for and as i said like going across poland and you're starting to see it like we yeah. ain't got any problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. they're proper problems. And, like, uh, and, and yeah, and, and it was, I got up Tuesday morning, and and it was really weird. I'd never, ever felt like it before. Like, I've, I've been lucky that I've done gigs in me bands. I've done fun club nights. I've done live things. And, like, where, you know, there's been a lot of anticipation for me and, like, but not for me, like, I've got a lot of ant- pressure on myself. It's <laughs> not like baying crowds waiting for me. I didn't mean it like that. But, um, you know, I put a lot of pressure on myself to try and sort of yeah. deliver this thing. And and this was... The, the come down from this was so different from anything else I'd ever experienced. I got up on that Tuesday morning and I laid in bed and I was like, oh my fucking yeah. God, what just happened? Like, that was crazy, the amount of time that it took to do that. It just was a blur, and I, t- I thought, well, I'm going to take a dog for a walk, and I just took the dog for a walk, and normally I have my headphones on, so I just thought, do you know what, I've just got to try and comprehend, like, yeah. the last few days, and it was like a kind of like adrenaline dump, I think, and I just, like, literally, was just it yeah. just crushed me, like, for about a day and a half, I was just, like, a zombie, I was like, fucking hell. It's the like, travelling as well. Like, I think there was so much... As well much as all the mental stuff. It's actually the amount... Yeah, it's insane. I mean, fucking how many countries did you go through in that amount of time? That's a lot, like... I think we know about 2,500 two miles in, like, less than three days. So it was, like, yeah. it was full on. As well as all the emotional uh, stress of what you're doing. Mm, yeah. But, ultimately, you know, the stuff got where it went to go. The money's raised, but... More importantly, the, the the link will be in the show notes oh, to this God show, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, I've still got so a people t- can then. Uh, <laughs> so I definitely will. I know. I'm not. Fucking cough up your tight cow. Fucking hell. <laughs> I do, you can keep it. Right. I've got to do it. I've got to do it. <laughs> but no, of course I will share. I wouldn't have come on here and I know you hadn't done that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, um, 
like, I mentioned it on Hardcore Listing this week, and 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 the the, 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 the donations have started to go again. So, I'll, um, yeah, I'll, I'll keep it running for you know another week. Oh, so yeah, hopefully, you like, do. listeners will uh, feel the uh, urge to, yeah, and and just give give that a bit of thought. Like, I don't want to get all gelled off, but like. Give it a, 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 a. My mate's now referring to me as refugees, <laughs> which I quite like. It's <laughs> <laughs> my next tattoo, aim. Um, but, uh, <laughs> oh my god! Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I've been also referred to as uh, an Audi Chris Martin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear but um oh, oh i've lost God. where i was going with it yeah i can't think what i was gonna say but uh but yeah uh, that's it oh yeah without getting too guild off just cast your mind back to that thing that i mentioned of like it is literally people like me and you whose world has turned upside down yeah. overnight and that's the thing that freaks me out and like and these people are literally leaving their homes Imagine what you can get in a bag. Like, there ain't a lot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you've got your kids. People have got their dogs, their cats. You're seeing videos of people, like, just releasing, like, their horses and yeah. that into just fields, just saying, I yeah. hope they can just live. Like, because, like, you know, it's fucking harrowing. Uh, and, yeah, and it's not yeah. far yeah. from us, you know. We well, got we exactly. got there in yeah. a day and a half. Yeah. It's, it's not, not far. far. Like, that's kind of, yeah. I didn't realise so, it was that close. But then I always think Europe is small. Mm. I mean, obviously it's not small, but it is amazing how quick you can actually get across it, isn't it? Hundred percent. Mm. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. The link thank, thank you for doing <laughs> something good because I, yeah, I don't know if I'd have the balls to do that. Yeah, it's only that I have got the. I'm lucky that I could yeah. make the yeah. time. You know, my I, I work for myself, so I could be flexible, uh, and because of the club, I've got quite a good network yes, yeah. around me, and a, and a place yeah. where people could deliver stuff. And my social media, Facebook following, is quite yeah. sizable, so I could throw the can anybody yeah. help with a van thing out. And the kindness of strangers is yeah, fucking yeah. mental, Amy. Like every single person, like like that. I know, apart from you, has stepped up <laughs> and like. <laughs> hello, hello. Hi. So, yes, that I, I literally, when I edited this, I think I laughed more when I was editing it than I did while we were recording it. That refugeesus, oh my God, crying. But yeah. It was, I loved talking to Stu. She's one of my favourite people. So it was so lovely spending some time with him because I've not seen him for bloody ages in real life. But yes, I hope you enjoyed it. And part two is coming next week. If this is your first time listening to my podcast, then um, I've got loads of other episodes, so please check them out. One of which um, has been championed <laughs> by old Scroobius Pip. I talked with the lovely Kirsty Bosley last week about an article she wrote that went viral. It was a, it was a review of a Michelin-starred restaurant. And um, it just, it really appealed to people. It was a wonderful article. So I got her on to talk about that and we had a really lovely chat. But um, yeah, it, it's gone down really well, like her article did, which is weird, isn't it? But yeah, so check that out if you've not 
listen to that. Oh, and I also do something called the Epic Mum Chat, which is on YouTube. So if you just search Epic Mum Chat in YouTube, this week's, well, the most recent episode is about feeling lonely when you have children, because it was, it's been said to me in the past that if you have children, you can't say that you're lonely, obviously, because physically you're not on your own. So we discussed how wrong this statement is <laughs> and how often being a single parent can make you feel more lonely. But anyway, that's um, we do have a laugh when we talk, me and Nikki, the epic life coach. So we've had some, um, we did one episode called Sex, Porn and Bestiality, I think it was, just because we spoke about those things. But it's had nearly 3,000 views just because the title is Sex, Porn and Bestiality, which a lot of people would be so disappointed Work. when coming across that. Work. That's what she said. But yes, anyway, I'm going to stop talking. Big love Work. to you all. Stay safe and sane. And tune in next week for part two Work. with Stu. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.